Geek Vibes Live is rated G for Geek. Hey, this is Matt Lesher. This is Phil Lamar. Hey, this is Rodney Taylor, a.k.a. The Penguin Gotham, and you are listening to Geek Vibes Live. Welcome, welcome, welcome to an all-new episode of Geek Vibes Interview. Today, we have a very special guest. We sit down with Maria Stinn. She stars in DC Universe's Swamp Thing, opposite Crystal Reed, Andy Bean, Will Patton, and Kevin Durant. The highly anticipated series based on a popular DC Comics character will be exec- is executive produced by Aquaman director James Wan. Sten plays Liz Tremaine, a local newspaper reporter who is closely involved in the investigation into the life-threatening epidemic that is sweeping her hometown. Um, one moment we will be joined by Maria, but I will say, got to see the first two episodes of Swamp Thing. It is phenomenal. Um, it is better than advertised. I actually think it's not being uh, talked about enough. It is so beautifully done. Um, the visuals, to me, are, are, are what sweeps me so much. But with Abby, um, Liz Tremaine's character, um, also Andy Bean's character, there's just so much uh, that these characters bring to this this story. And the town seems just so haunted. It seems so <clears throat> so evil. Like there's just so much being hidden. Um, the show is so much fun. I, um, I can't wait to break down, uh, Swamp Thing with Maria. She should be calling in in any second. And we're going to fully break down. Uh, really all I can talk about is, oh, I think we got her. Hi. Hi, Maria. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I am very excited to talk to you about Swamp Thing. I've been so excited to to discuss this. Um, let's get right into it. Um, I was just introducing you um, before you, you called in, uh, and I was giving so much praise. I actually got to see the first two episodes of Swamp Thing, um, and it is Great. so good. It is so, so, so good. I was saying how I don't think people understand how good um, this show really is. <laughs> Oh, thank um, this, you. That is, I'm so glad to hear that. <laughs> absolutely. I feel like there's just so many layers to it. Um, so much about it makes it so unique. Um, and what I love about it is that it feels so much different than, say, Doom Patrol or Titan um, or anything else absolutely. DC has show-wise. Um, and I, it kind of feels to me, it feels like this big budgeted like film that got broken down into an epic episodic um adventure it just feels just so big and 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 awesome i want to talk a little bit about the story um of swamp thing before we get into your your specific character i was saying uh before you call in it feels it feels dark it feels gritty it feels like this town is haunted mysterious there's so much underhandedness going on how would you best describe um you know, the setting, really, uh, in the feel of, of Swamp Thing. You know, it's so funny. I, I'm listening to you l- literally describe 
everything that we feel and we love about the show and everything that we have tried and worked to um, make sure that is the show. So, so thank you for that. <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> it's so lovely to, to, to know or to hear that everything that we've sort of wanted the show to be is, is what you are taking away from it. And um, that's, that's so gratifying. And, and uh, um, we're so grateful for that. I think it's very much all of the things that you have mentioned. It's dark. It's elevated horror. It's uh, it's its own world. And, um, and the town of Murray is this, you know, it's a real, in our world, it's a, it's a, it's a, normal little swamp town um, in Louisiana where you do sort of feel that there is this mystery and you never know what could happen or what could come out of the swamp. You never know how nature could revolt against you if you are not careful. And I think it's sort of us just elevating those ideas about what it's like to live uh, in a small town um, on the swamp, on the bayou to, to, you know, this, genre world um so it, it's very much is you're right on the money <laughs> i i appreciate that and it, it's funny because i always feel like anytime someone does a really good horror film or a really good horror series it always has to take place around a very small town um like it's never usually like in a big city it's always something just so small um and, and i kind of yeah. feel like yeah, it's 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 weird, but I get it. I I I guess I do truly yeah. get it. Go ahead. Yeah, there's something intimate about it, right? There's something really mm-hmm. intimate about setting something in a small town, and the fact that you know everybody kind of knows each other, and there is this this um, yeah sort of small illusion or or um, you know American Gothic kind of vibe to it where that you can that you can sort of dive into in these smaller towns but I don't think you can in the same way in the city because there's a frantic energy and there are people everywhere <clears throat> so you sort of you sort of get to just explore a different world I think when you dive into a small town which to me is is great uh like you said very intimate I grew up in a small town in Richmond Virginia um, so I'm used to yeah. the idea of, of a small town, just like everyone knows everyone. Um, it could be really good. Yeah, exactly. It could be, it could be really bad. And <clears throat> excuse me, as you see for Abby, um, obviously we have not gotten to that point where we know specifically, I think, um, what really is haunting her. I think we've, we can kind of put pieces together between the first episode, the second episode, um, but obviously there is something um, that is just tormenting her. Um, she kind of didn't really want to come back home. Um, and, you know, being in a small town where everyone knows you, anything bad happens, everyone knows. Like there is yep. no, oh, maybe a few people yes, know. Yes, indeed. Everyone knows. Yeah. So um, yes. I, w- so very I would much. definitely ask you, um, it felt like, Oh, excuse me. Maria and, and Abby's character, there is definitely beef there. Um, and I want to speak to uh, the scene where we first meet your character, uh, Liz Tremaine. Um, what, yes. what do you kind of, what can you speak to on the relationship between Abby and Maria? Because it seems like there is something dark there. 
Yeah, I mean, a whole lot of history, um, tainted history, and I think um, as the season progresses, we'll we'll dive much much deeper into that, and and you'll know exactly what that all entails. So I don't want to want to give away too much um, yet, but uh, I definitely think that the dynamic between the two of them is is an interesting one and and navigating coming home to this place that was once her home um, and and figuring out how she feels about that is definitely a big challenge for, you know, Abby Arcane Um, and sort of me being met with all of the things that that she left behind um, and the relationships that that she left behind as well, right? Um, I think Liz, for one, is glad to have her back, um, but also knows very much what has, she knows the history, she knows what's happened, and she knows the toll it's taking on Abby. So it's just a matter of showing up and, and being a friend and sort of having Abby's back because no one else really does. I, I will say one of the things I picked up, and I could be completely wrong on this, which is why I'm glad I, I have you on. Um, it kind of seemed like Liz was very very excited to see Abby um and it kind of felt like Abby was more interested in her work like she didn't necessarily yes. seem very excited to be home work is what brought her home um so do you think Liz kind of felt the do you think Liz kind of felt the energy of like you know my friend doesn't seem happy to see me she seems like she's here to get my help and then she you know once she gets everything done she's she's gone again you think she kind of felt that, or was yeah. it just like, I have my yeah. friend back, and that's all that matters? No, absolutely. I think there's a little bit of that, and I think that Liz also, you know, is a person who is going to speak her mind, so even if she doesn't actually say that verbatim, Abby and Liz know each other well enough for Abby to know that that is essentially what she's saying. However, Liz is also, you know, so glad to see her back in town, and she knows what Abby's gone through um, to to get back there and and what happened in the film. So she she's empathetic to to the the problem and the circumstances. Um, and there is something going on in the town. And above all, I think Liz's objective is to try to save her town and try to be there for her friends. So she's always going to put that uh, beyond you know anything else. And um, and I think I'm. To, to, to your point, in that sort of meeting, Liz does make it clear, you know, like, oh, you're, I haven't seen you for eight years and now you want to come back and ask me for a favor. Uh, but at the same right. time, she's Liz and she's got a good heart and Abby's her best friend. Um, so, of course, she's going to help. And I think that's what I love most about um, what I've seen of Liz so far. Um, her love for the, the town um, and her love just yeah. seemingly for, for people um, is something that I think is very important for a story um, of, of this, to where you've seen the corruption from, from the mayor and, and, and stuff like that. You've seen how dark and mysterious this town is. You need bright lights. And I think Liz um, is seemingly one of, if not the bright light um, of this story. And one of the things that intrigues me the most is we know she is a newspaper uh, reporter. Um, what scares yeah. me a lot is, um, and I would love for you to speak to this, do you think um, 
you know, once she starts to kind of piece together what's going on, um, her needing of the truth will put her in situations um, that she probably should not put herself in, but ultimately will to get to the bottom of the, the story. You make valid points. <laughs> I think uh, it's, I, I wonder how much you've seen of our show. Um, I think definitely Liz is the, the kind of woman who will, will always put the, the, the hunt for the truth um, before her, possibly her better judgment. And, um, and it does get her into certain situations that, um, are are sort of volatile or, or um, dangerous. But again, I think what is interesting about Liz, and, and to your point, you know, she is sort of the light and she is the, the, the most grounded character in Marais. She's such a grounded person. She is not necessarily... Um, um, caught up in all the supernatural stuff. She's just the person hunting for the truth and trying to keep everybody safe. And I think to that end, um, you know, she's going to do what she has to do. And I think that's why she's likable is because she is the human being fighting the good fight, searching for the truth, um, trying to keep her people safe. And I think the, by the way, I've only seen the two episodes. Only have seen the, uh, the two episodes. <laughs> you could have fooled um, me. No. <laughs> it's just when, whenever you, you see a character um, that is a reporter that's passionate um, and is close to whatever the main story is, it usually uh, pans out to where it's like their need for finding out or getting to the bottom of something just always puts them in the worst of situations. Um, and Indeed. you know, yeah. me, me seeing how passionate Liz is, I, I feel, I just feel like this won't be any different. Her need for figuring out the truth, um, and all of the lies, the corruption, um, just ultimately will probably lead her somewhere she probably just shouldn't be. Um, but I, I did want to also <clears throat> speak more to this. We do know James Wan, uh, director of, of Aquaman and also Saw is the executive producer of it. How much um, yes. did you guys get to see of James Wan, whether it was on set or table reads? Um, how often did you guys get to see him, if at all? Uh, well, James, just in terms of scheduling, James was directing uh, Aquaman while we were shooting Swamp Thing. So, of course, ah, he was okay. busy uh, bringing other uh, characters, uh, other lovely DC superhero characters to life. Uh, but I think, you know, his production company and his producers out of Atomic Monster are such incredible people and they are sort of an extension of him. And so they have been very hands-on, uh, Rob Hackett and Michael Clear in particular, they have been so hands-on with the show and so facilitating and, and you know, having our backs and being here for us um, in trying to make the show come to life. Uh, so that's essentially who we've been dealing with as an extension of, of James Wan. Um, and then he came to set and, and uh, I believe did a couple of the promos. Um, and he's great and very collaborative and, and I think excited about the show um, and, and seeing people respond so well to it. 
I will say one of the things I, I've always loved about James Wan is his passion. I feel like he doesn't take stuff on yeah. just for the dollar. Um, he takes it on because he's passionate about it. Um, and I, I remember leaving Absolutely. Aquaman go. I remember leaving Aquaman going like, "There's no way anyone who wants to only make a movie for money to make a movie this good. Um, like this is passion. Like this right. is passion that 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 bled off of his pen right onto the uh, the the you know the screen." And Swamp Thing feels James Wanish. Um, you know, it has that eerie feel to it, to where you kind of go, "This is an extension, like of of this guy." <laughs> like it feels like something he would uh, he would definitely work on. Um, my question to you is something that I know you probably have no idea about, but the fans will kill me if I don't ask it. Um, <laughs> in the has there has there been any talks, whether it's on set, anything like that, of this of Swamp Thing season one leading to a um a uh, a world to where you see a dark universe form, or have they kind of just made it feel like we just want this to be its own thing? We're only gonna focus on this being its own thing, or has there been like just murmurs or rumors you you might have just you know heard passing by? of this possibly spanning to becoming a universe builder? You know, uh, that is actually something that um, I, can, I can only speculate to. Um, I, I don't know. Um, I have not... Yeah, I, that's, a, that's a good question. Um, that, it would be amazing if that was the case. Uh, I could definitely see it uh, happen, you know, um, sort of, I would definitely want that to happen, but in terms of whether that's the case or not, that, I think, is all speculation, um, and I think, you know, for for the season one, it's, it's very much, uh, I think, about setting up the world of Swamp Thing and, and seeing where these characters are, are going to go, and then, um, provided we get a season two, who knows what will happen um moving forward but yeah that that uh for now is only speculation uh but but keep talking about it because <laughs> that would be amazing <laughs> if that happened no I, listen, I will say this it it would be almost impossible for you guys not to i'd even say before this season is is, is fully over of them you know releasing the the full season if you guys don't get green lit for season two like that just off two episodes I have literally been raving about how great just the two episodes are. Like, you know, I haven't seen oh, all great. of the season, but it just, it pulls you in so much. And then the, the thing that stood out to me the most, besides I think everyone's great acting, like there's not one person where I'm like, ah, that's maybe too much. I love everyone. Um, but the visual, great. like when you first see Swamp Thing come out of the water, that to me is one of the yeah. most historic um, you know, comic book come to life feelings that I've ever had. Um, yeah. I looked at it and I was just well, it's like, a, it's quite wow. the superhero reveal. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 And, yeah. and it, it, it's to um, the point where it's like, people are going to fall in love with this story. Um, it's such a great story. There's so many great characters that you can sink your teeth in. Um, and then it's like, what I love about the show is I fell in love with the characters before seeing Swamp Thing. Like Swamp Thing is the cherry on top. Um, and whenever a show That's is able to do lovely. that, where its main thing is just the cherry on top, it lets you know you're in for a huge season. Um, so before I, I let you go, I do want to ask you something about uh, 
a few more things about Liz. Just one or two more things about Liz. Um, one of them being, yeah. you know, her being in a town, uh, like like we've stated this numerous times before, with with all the secrecy and everything. Um, is there something Liz could possibly? You don't have to speak to it directly, but is there something about Liz that we have not seen yet that will come to the forefront that she will have to face? Um, or is Liz just one of those characters that's just, like we said before, the only good light in all of the bad? Um, I mean, the only good light, I mean, thank you. Uh, I, I think she definitely carries uh, a torch with her, but, um, you know, along the way, I think Abby, of course, as well, is also uh, trying to hold up that torch, um, however haunted by her own demons that she is. Um, I do think that there are some fun surprises uh, in store down the line that aren't maybe necessarily unexpected from Liz, but um, that hopefully will make people um, root for her even more or um, assert uh, themselves in in their idea of Liz and what she represents and and the fact that she is down for the cause <laughs> in all aspects <laughs> of uh, of her endeavors. Um, so so yeah, I, I feel like I, I just feel like you guys should just have to tune in <laughs> every Friday to figure it out uh, because it's it's a it's going to be a wild wild ride and um and as we get to know everybody better particularly liz you know you'll get to to see what she's all about um but that might be a couple of fun things in store there i cannot wait I, i'm getting goosebumps like i can't wait for that third episode um i believe i'm a week ahead yeah. of everyone else um but hopefully i get the third episode soon um because i just the second Absolutely. episode i've watched like I've watched like four times. So I'm like, I, I can't keep watching that. Like I need the, the third episode. Um, yes. <laughs> but my last, I, I, you and me both. <laughs> <laughs> my last uh, question for you before I let you uh, go. I know you're very busy. Um, this one, this question to me uh, means a lot, mainly because of the representation of it. Um, in the second episode, we do see that it looks like Liz has a, um, a love interest. Um, and I wanted you to kind of speak to how, you know, how important that is to see that representation um, on, on television or on movies as much as possible um, so we could start to make it something that's just mainstream. Like, it's not something that, you know, is so rare or so hidden or so scattered. It's just as mainstream. Um, and what I'm referring to for, for our listeners um, is it does appear uh, that Liz is indeed um, lesbian. Um, and I think that's very important because I think the more we see it, the more it becomes mainstream and the more we just get it and it's natural. Um, so can you kind of speak to how important that is for us to continue to see things like that for it to become the norm? Yes, absolutely. I uh, I wasn't sure. You spoiled it, so it's not on me. <laughs> uh, but, but, uh, but, you know, so so they can't call me. They'll call you. But <laughs> but everybody will will know this Friday anyway. Um, and and to your point, I'm I'm glad you bring that up because that uh, it's so important to me. And one of the things that sort of drew me to this role in particular is the fact that Liz is a black uh um lgbtqx you know representative living in this small town 
um, in the swamp in the South, and, and what does that mean, and and how can she sort of just be a representation of all these uh, women and this community that, especially uh, in the South, I think, you know, is it's not normalized as much as it is in, in bigger towns uh, around America. So it's it's incredibly important to me, and I think it's so exciting, and you have to give Gary uh, Doberman and Mark Verheiden credit to to implement this and, and want that to um, diversify the show and um, raise the flag and, and sort of show, you know, one of Mark's, one of Mark's early comments to me was, was that he told me it's not a thing in our show. Yes. Liz has a girlfriend, but it's, it's not a thing, you know, Um, Mm. it's normal. Uh, And I love that so much because we do have to normalize it and we do have to just put that on screens more. Um, Absolutely. I think that's exciting. and, And that means a lot to me and hopefully, you know, we're able to to give it the justice that it deserves and present it in the in the way that it should be presented. Um, but for sure, uh, that's, that's very important to me, and I think that does it only elevates the show and and brings something important to this show that is such a fun, you know, character driven superhero genre show. It also implements these you know important aspects of American culture, right? And I think uh, that's that's only what made me want to be a part of this even more. And to me, it's just, it's, it's beautiful because it's real. Um, and I think when you have these superhero stories where it's always a male and a female, um, it, it's just not life in 2019. Like that's not what every American person or every person, um, you know, is like, that's not everyone's story. So I think the more you diversitize things, um, you know, it, it yeah. lets people, like it forces them to realize like, this is where we are today in 2019. Um, so I wanted to make Absolutely. sure, even though I, I guess that is a bit of a spoiler, and I'm pretty sure like Warner DC will you know yell at me for that. But I just wanted to bring it up because I think it's very important um, because it is something that we you know we do need to normalize more. And you know I think bringing it up to you worth the the possible lashing I will get. <laughs> From the higher ups, yeah. Um, now I'm now I'm so nervous. Uh, but um, <laughs> but you know, uh, we only have uh, three more days. Uh, yes. Um, but no, you you make a valid, definitely a valid point, and uh, and it's something that definitely is important to me um, as an actor to to go in and support and and you know I'm grateful to be a part of this new era of television where we can when we can dive into those things. Absolutely. I'm going to tell you this now. I'm definitely going to have to have you back on um, when the season is over. So we can just completely talk about everything. We don't have to worry about necessarily secrecy of anything. Everything will be out there. Indeed. Um, and I Absolutely. cannot wait to see. I'd l- I'd I cannot to. wait to see what um, what journey Liz takes us on uh, in her story specifically in, in you know, how uh, you know, things play out between her, Abby, and then Swamp Thing. <laughs> so there's so much to dive yeah. into. Um, I want to thank you so much for joining me. Uh, and you guys can check Marie out, I think, every Friday um, on the DC app or DC Universe uh, on Swamp Thing. Uh, yes. Thank you again, Maria. Thank you so much for having me. It was wonderful. Absolutely. You take care. Have a great day. Thank you, too. Bye.